Hello, and welcome back to the Chamber of Secret Books podcast. Boom, bam! I hit you with that one, too! I just had to quickly get an engineering degree to figure out what the heck was wrong with my podcast equipment. And um, did that, graduated, fixed it, and now we're here. (laughs) Jokes. How are you? It's been a while. It's been a crazy, crazy, crazy time. Here in Firenze, my sister, her boyfriend are here visiting. Mi mama's here. Mi dog's here. Things at work. Last, you know, month of the year, there's been some crazy stuff going down that has prevented me from podcasting and I miss it every time I sit down and I start talking I'm like damn I love doing this but we're gonna try to get more more uh what's called scheduled because this is crazy this is crazy when I first started this I'm like only one episode a week are you kidding me and now I'm like uh one episode a week when do I do it but Alas, I love doing it, and uh, we're going to continue. Today's episode is super delayed, (laughs) because it is about holiday book recommendations, which I consider my pride and joy. I was so excited to get this out (laughs) at the beginning of December, but I'm a loser, and I'm annoying, so that is why. But... Before we get into it, you know, you know that I like to start the episode off with other media forms that I enjoy, i.e. movies, i.e. TV, and recommendations. Take them or leave them. I know my recommendations are not for everyone, okay? We're not into Pulitzer Prize, Oscar winning things around here, okay? I'm not trying to um, gain enlightenment, okay? I am looking for sexy boys that are made of paper. So that's that. And I just need to put that, you know, warning out there in case you're like, guys, I just picked up a recommendation from Cameron, i.e. the Chamber of Secret Books, and it was just 300 pages of boning. And I'm here to say that (laughs) two out of the four recommendations are basically just that. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. I love it. I freaking love it. You know, I'm sorry. Personal anecdote. I was trying to read, you know, because I moved to Italy and I was like, you know what? Let me read an Italian author who are the people who, you know, besides Dante, because I'm not ready for that, you know, who are modern Italian writers that are admired. And Elena Ferrante, obviously, very well-known name came up and I said you know what why haven't I read her yet it feels like I don't know that she is part of the sad girl fiction genre and I'm personally a sad girl who loves fiction but I was reading her and I just I need romance (laughs) I need romance and I hate myself And I'm jealous of people who can read without romance, but I can't do it. I need passion. I need tension. I need yearning. I need yearning. That is what I'm I'm 90% yearning. That is what I'm made of. So I had to put her down for a second because I just was craving like intensity 
and craving like pining and just a need for someone else and her book I someone told me it was a romance so maybe I just didn't read enough I read like 50 pages but her book focuses around female friendships which I you I love but I think I'm getting my period and then that's when like I want to read romance most (laughs) no one needs to know that but anyways that's that so you know I'm, I'm struggling a bit but I got another book. I think I'm going to reread Magnolia Park series by Jessa Hastings. I just saw a quote the other day from that book and remembered how freaking good of a series it is. And Daisy Hates, the second book of the series, was phenomenal. And it like features kind of someone in the mafia, but not really. And an art heist. There's nothing sexier than an art heist. I'll tell you that. And she was like smart and you know, very sure of herself and confident and had to, and made this guy work for it, which I love. Also, Magnolia Parks does that too. If you don't know Magnolia Parks series, I think it's called the Magnolia Universe because there's four books, I think. I'm making all this up. I should check. The next one, last one, comes out in February, which, can I plug my job? So I work for Fable, which is an app for book clubs. And we are doing a giveaway, hint, hint, for the last Magnolia Parks book on pub day. So 50 copies of the ebook are being given away with special annotations from Jessa. <laughs> um, yeah, they did not. They do not know that I'm talking about them. And I probably shouldn't say it this far in advance, but I can't help it. I'm excited. Jessa's like a personal fave. So I was so excited when she said yes to the opportunity. So... You know, if you want more information on that, you can DM me um, and I can, you know, write you down. So I remember that's the book I'm planning on reading next, but I am currently reading one of the books that I have on my list, my holiday book wreck list. Now, I should call this holiday romance book wrecks because they are all romance. Slap my knee and call me Sally. You know, I, I'm nothing if not you know, a repeater. I'm very repetitive. I am a woman of habit. If there's no kissy kissy, I don't want you wanny. Okay. That's, I just, I said it. I said it. Call me what you want. Anyways, like I was saying before I went on the world's most annoying tangent, I wanted to talk about other media besides literature and that is movies and Christmas is by far the best time for movies. Dare I say above Halloween? Yeah, above Halloween for me personally. I just think there's, you know, there's not a lot of Halloween romance movies like Nightmare Before Christmas maybe, but there are a lot of Christmas uh, romance movies. So it is my time to thrive and especially the Hallmark Channel. Are you freaking kidding me? I live in Italy and obviously they don't have the Hallmark Channel. So I had to get a VPN (laughs) and hack my internet so that I could watch Hallmark because I can't live without it. It's the most wonderful time of the year. So speaking of Hallmark, my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie by far is not, well, it kind of, uh, it's not your typical 
big city boy moves to small town, falls in love with, with, with small farm girl with hay in her hair, leaves city, forgets money, moves to ranch, sleeps in dirt. It's not that, but it kind of is. It's called Spirit of Christmas. I just have to take a breath. There is no greater Hallmark movie than this movie. It's got supernatural elements. So we haven't, you know, steered away from Halloween as much as, what am I saying? We haven't steered away from, you know, Halloween vibes. It's always in the back of my mind. So we've got a girl, okay, big city girl, big important girl. So that's, you know, we have that aspect. And she has to sell this old dilapidated, it's not dilapidated, what am I saying? It's a nice freaking inn, a bed and breakfast. I think like her corporate corporate company is going to buy it and they, you know, like, I don't know, make it into a hotel. I don't know. We don't care about these fine details. But she goes in there and then the, the landlord is like, no, you can't sell this place. And she's like, uh, watch me. I'm the best at my job. And he's like, no, uh, actually, we have a 19th century ghost in residence and he won't let anyone sell this place. So she's like, cool, cool, cool. Never heard that one before, you jokester, you old innkeeper jokester. Um, but lo and behold, there is a ghost and he is hot and he is three dimensional and you can touch him and he does pick her up. He does not, he does not, you know, follow your stereotypical ghosty qualities that you may assume a ghost has no no transparency for this guy you can see nothing but his hard bulging muscles and his three-piece suit which I'm fine and I'm not going to spoil the ending but it's crazy okay it is crazy and some other honorable honorable mentions of my favorite books no movies Obviously, Love Actually is number one. I freaking love Love Actually. First of all, because we know how I feel about the British. And to have a whole movie where they're all British. And so many British people are talking. I'm just in heaven. Um, Which is funny because my editor is British. (laughs) He will hear this. And it's the truth. I love when you all talk. So Love Actually... um, Fantastic movie. I know people don't love that movie. And I know recently... People have been analyzing it and saying, hmm, is this actually romance? And you know what? I don't freaking care. I don't freaking care. I see it. I see the issues and yet I accept them and I move on. Okay. I love this movie. Next movie, which I just found out about. Obviously, I knew about Bridget Jones's diary. Okay. I'm not living under a Christmas tree. (laughs) Haha. Christmas pun. But I never associated it with Christmas until someone told me that, oh, I have to watch this every year for Christmas. And I said, hmm, intrigue, new movie to watch. Let's do it. First of all, oh my God, I think this, I know I just said love actually, but this might be my favorite Christmas movie. I bloody love it. She is so good and charismatic and her British accent, because I found out she's not British, is so good and that is what I want to be. And I love how she's like a very successful, you know, works in publishing, then automatically goes to like Channel 5 News, becomes a broadcaster in like a week, has her own apartment in central London, but no, she's fat. Which, what? I'm sorry, who okayed that? How many people okayed calling her heavy set? Because what? That is so annoying. 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with being anyways. It just, it made me annoyed. It made me really annoyed that that was the central thing that everyone was harping on. And it wasn't even true. And even if it was true, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, but anyways, besides all that, great movie. Loved it. So funny. Hugh Grant, Colin Firth, Renee, can't pronounce her last name. Lovely. Next, I'm just going to briefly breeze through this. The Holiday, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? It's another absolute classic. Um, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law. I mean, switching, you know, two people from opposite sides of the world, England, California, switch houses for the holidays. And it's so funny and so cute. And Jude Law, as a dad, unlocks something in me that I need to become dormant again. Okay, because I'm going absolutely nutso for it. And I love his daughter, Iris Law, BT Dubs. Iris, if you're listening, <laughs> Jude, you listening? And the last movie, which is probably the least known, is called The Feast of the Seven Fishes because I am nothing if not an Ital American. And every single Christmas, we cook seven fishes on Christmas Eve because it's part of our tradition. Um, the history behind that is, you know. A lot of different sources. Wait, let me look it up. Oh, and yet the bear, they did feast at this. If you haven't watched the bear, the episode, the Christmas episode where they cook the seven fishes, it is probably the most stressful 45 minutes of television you will ever watch. It is the most stressful. Um, Yeah, I don't really know. You can look it up. I don't really care at this exact moment, but this website is saying that it's the concept of the fishes actually represents the the vigil or the long wait for the baby Jesus. But I also remember someone saying that it re- represents the seven holy sacraments. That's how I knew it. But someone else also said that it's because eating meat isn't allowed until Christmas Day. So there are several reasons, several origins. Um, who knows actually why we do it. But the point is, it's a big deal. And Feast of the Seven Fishes is a much more romanticized version of it and it really you know reflects what my childhood was like growing up um just you know the noise the chaos the smells the arguing all that fun stuff which I love and I cherish to this day so those are my movie recommendations so without further ado let's move on to the book recommendations why we're all here First off, like I'm just going to reiterate, these are not Pulitzer Prize. They're not going to make you think differently. They are fun. They are spicy and they make me swoon. And that's how I judge books on a swoonometer. Okay. So the first book up is called Snowden by Katherine Walsh, who shout out to Heather McLary, who recommended it. One of my favorite booktubers, book talkers. She's great. And she recommended it, said I'd love it because why? It takes place in Ireland and they've got Irish accents. And as we know, oh my God, it's so bad. I'm a sucker for an accent. So the second I found out that it took place in Ireland, I said, give me that book right now. And it did not disappoint. Hilar- a hilarious book. And usually when books are described as hilarious, I'm like, yeah, okay. 
I'm sure it'll be funny, whatever, you're just saying that. But this book genuinely made me laugh. And I was on a plane when I was reading it, and I laughed out loud. And to make me do anything that would cause attention to me when I'm alone on a flight is a big deal. So I freaking love it. It follows Megan, who's dreading to go home for the holidays. And she's, I'm reading this because I can't articulate it better than the publisher can. She's a village pariah, the she-devil who left local golden boy Isaac, shall I do it in an accent, at the altar four years ago and ran away to the big city. She could really do without the drama, particularly as he's engaged again and she's been dumped for the fourth time this year. Christian, hot name, fed up of being on his own for every Christmas. He doesn't mind being alone, but he hates his family. Am I doing Australian? But he hates his family's sad eyes and soft tones as they sit around coupled up because he's actually totally fine. So when Megan literally bumps into Christian in a Dublin bar pub, they come up with a pack to see them through the holiday season. They're going to, oh my God, I just rolled my R like a freaking Barcelona. They're going to be the very best fake days for each other ever. Rules are drawn up, a contract is signed in a wine stained napkin. They will sit through each other's family gatherings and be outrageously in love until freed from their annual obligations but after a few weeks they're done so okay goodbye never seen you okay i'm here to tell you that that may not be the case okay there's a lot of heady feelings here okay there's um some christmas 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 magic and um old friends old flames old feelings it gets messy it gets hot Okay, so that's my first book recommendation. Highly, highly recommend. It was a joy to read. Um, and again, about my plane story, also on planes, I'm the first one to fall asleep. Like, the second I sit down, I fall asleep. I don't know why, even buses. But this book kept me up. It kept me up, which is crazy and great. So that should say something. Um, but whatever. Next book, LOL. <laughs> um, if you look up the reviews for this, um, you'll be like, why is she recommending this book? Because the reviews are less than favorable. But piss off. Like, I loved this book. I read this book once I finished the second season of Ted Lasso another one of my favorite shows and someone said that tessa bailey iconic romance author also loved happened to love ted lasso so much so that she wrote a bloody book about it so the main character is very much based off of ted lasso and the when i found that out when what am i i can't speak when i found that out i ran ran as fast as a girl can to the bookstore and got it and then finish it in a day this book consumed because yeah he's got a mustache he wears sweaters he wears bow ties okay but he's nice on the streets but a freak in the sheets my mom is literally next door um and for that for that i say give me more <laughs> i loved it so much now the shrekshi talk um it's a little much for me i will say that's my only thing and like maybe it wasn't believable that he would say like just pull out these things that's what she said like while in the middle of the deed like but nonetheless i had fun i had fun and i swooned so you know what 
Take that. Take that and run with it. Um, let's read the synopsis. Two weeks before Christmas and all through Manhattan. I have to yawn. Shop windows are decorated in red and green satin. Stella is standing alone outside a famous department store when a charming man asks her opinion on the decor. It's a tragedy in tinsel, she says, unable to lie. Then he asks for a better idea, with a twinkle in his eye. Ooh, rhyme. She didn't know he owned the place when he put her on the spot, and now she's working for that man, trying to ignore that he's hot. <laughs> but as down-on-her-luck girl with a difficult past, Stella knows how to make a good opportunity last. Is she doing this on purpose? Because it's all rhyming. So she gives it her all, working without stopping, trying to resist the man with the mustache. Yes. Also, another thing about Tessa Bailey is that the jobs, I guess maybe because she's written so many books, that the occupations of all her characters are so interesting and require research, which clearly shows through the book. I know in one of my other favorite books, Fix Her Up, the main character is a clown, like a literal clown. And it was just so interesting. One of them's like the mayor of Charleston. And once again, like believable, believable. So this girl, Stella, decorates windows um, for the holidays and very believable. And the stress is there. I felt the stress, but I, you know what I felt more? I felt the heat between them on an icy December day. Mmm. Mmm, 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 is what I say. Really good. Really hot. It, okay, you know, if we're going to go like spice-o-meter, um, snowed in is tame window shopping or anything by tessa bailey in general not tame not tame not tame not tame explicit explicit which i love <laughs> yum if you have any more recommendations for like even more explicit like i'm not saying i'll read it but like i'll give it a go like i, I wouldn't mind just you know testing it out for anyone so that I could like recommend it to you on the pod. Just, you know, I'm just a little, I'm just a girl, you know, like leave me alone. I'm just a girl and I like to read. I love when people say like, oh my God, you like to read. Like you're so smart. If only they knew, if only they knew. Next book is Kiss Her Once For Me by Alison Cochran, which is a cute it's a cute, sapphic holiday love story um, with a bit, a little bit of a twist and a turn. And it's kind of like snowed in, I would say. Uh, so this the description. One year ago, recent Portland. I also love when people are from Portland in books. Um, also, sorry, Tessa Billy is getting major shout outs. But her other book, what was it? Um, what happened one summer? What happened last summer? Whatever. The one about the fish man. Also... Portland, I think, or I could be making that up. Anyways, one year ago, recent Portland transplant Ellie Oliver had her dream job in animation and a Christmas Eve meet cute with a woman at a bookstore that led her to fall in love over the course of a single night. <sighs> Been there, done that. But after a betrayal the next morning, not that part, <laughs> and the loss of her job soon after, she finds herself adrift, alone and desperate for money. Finding work at a local coffee shop, she's just getting through the day until Andrew, the shop's landlord, it's giving Luke and Jess, proposing a shocking drunken plan, a marriage of convenience that will give him his recent inheritance and alleviate Ellie's financial woes and isolation. 
They make a plan to spend the holidays together at his family cabins to keep up the ruse. But when Andrew introduces his new fiance to his sister, Ellie is shocked to discover it's Jack, the mysterious woman she fell in love with over the course of one magical Christmas Eve the year before. Now Ellie must choose between the safety of a fake relationship and the risk of something real. And it says, perfect for fans of Written in the Stars. I haven't read that yet, but I've heard great things about it. And One Day in December, have read it, loved it. Kiss Her Once for Me is a queer holiday rom-com that will that you'll want to cozy up to. Okay. So that's my next book. Super cute. Super swoony. Super... Um, what, like it, it, it's tame compared to, compared to Tessa. I think everything is tame compared to Tessa, but I still really enjoyed it. And, um, it made me smile, made me teary. And it just, it's very much reminiscent of a rom-com movie. Like it read like a rom-com movie, which I liked because this is the season for a rom-com movie. Um, Okay. And then the last book that I'll recommend, which I'm sorry in advance, but it is by Tessa Bailey again because it's her new book. It just came out a few months ago and I'm in Italy, right? So imagine my surprise when I walk into the bookstore and I find it in English. You're telling me I'm not supposed to get it? No, it feels like a Christmas miracle and it feels like I it was fate that I get it. So I did and I bought it. So this one I actually haven't read yet, but I know I I've read an you know, one summer I was trying to read all Tessa Bailey books and then like rank them. I didn't get through all of them because there's so many, but I read a decent amount of them and they all never disappoint. Like, sure, I like some of the plots better than others, but overall they don't disappoint. So I already know that this book will be exactly what I want it to be. Plus it's Christmassy. Plus the plot seems so fun and interesting, which I'll read. Mel- Whoa. Melody Gallard may be the daughter of music royalty, but her world is far from glamorous. She spends her days restoring old books and avoiding the limelight. One awkward tabloid photo was enough. Thanks. <laughs> but when a producer offers her a lot of money to reunite her mother's band on live TV, Mel begins to wonder if it's time to rattle the cage, shake up her quiet life, and see him again. The only person who could wrangle the rock and roll divas. Beat. <laughs> Sorry. His name is Beat. <laughs> god i'm sorry to anyone named b but i've never heard that name before beat dawkins the lead singer's son is melody's opposite the camera loves him he could charm the pants off anyone and his mom is not a potential cult leader don't really know what that means excited to find out still they might have been best friends if not for the legendary feud that broke up the band when they met as teenagers mel felt an instant spark but it's nothing compared to the wild, intense attraction that builds as they embark on a madcap mission to convince their mothers to perform one last show. While dealing with a rock star shenanigans, a 24-hour film crew, brawling Santas, and mobs of adoring fans, Mel starts to step out of her comfort zone with beat by her side, <laughs> cheering her on. Anyways, you get it. Um, a little feud, a little enemies to lovers, a little kind of friends to lovers, you know, will they, won't they? I love it. I love it. And I know the spice is going to be great. So that is very exciting to me. I'm actually going to search it tonight. I've officially given up on Elena Fronte for now. I have to be in an intellectual mood. I have these moods 
my TikTok usually reflects it when I'm getting only dark academia, only like really, really sad, powerful quotes. And that's when I usually go for it and um, read those kind of literary fiction books. But for now, I'm not. I'm in a silly, goofy mood and I just want to read about hot people. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I said it. I said it. Okay. What? Are you ju- are you judging me right now? Are you judging me? Because I like to read about hot people. I just don't think you should. I think you should. I'm not hurting anyone. <laughs> Only myself and my expectations for real life. And I've been doing that since I was literally 12 when I saw Peter Pan for the first time and everything got destroyed after that. So I'm kind of a professional at this. Anyways, <laughs> those are my four holiday book recommendations. My shout out special holiday book recommendation, which I have not read yet. But at Fable, we recommend this book all the time because so many people have read it. So, And I trust implicitly the people I work with, a holly jolly Diwali. Um, and this is about 29-year-old Nikki Rondahawa has uh, always made practical decisions. Despite her love for music and art, she became an analyst for the stability. Um, blah, 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 blah. But then she's laid off, okay? And for the first time ever, she throws caution to the wind and books a last-minute flight for her friend Dia's wedding. And then she arrives in India to celebrate Diwali, the Festival of Lights, where she meets London musician Samia Mukherjee. Maybe it's the splendor of Mumbai or the magic of the holiday season, but Nikki is immediately attracted to Sam. At the wedding, the champagne flows, and their flirtatious banter makes it clear that the attraction is mutual. So that has been on my TBR forever, so I had to include it on this list because um, it sounds so cute, and there's not enough hours in the day to read. Plus, I'm just the world's biggest procrastinator. Anyways, I'm so I'd, I feel like this was both simultaneously a very quick episode and also extremely long because I went off on so many tangents, but I hope you enjoyed listening. Please, please tell me your favorite holiday romance book. doesn't have to be Christmas. Um, there's another book also called The Matzo Ball uh, that just recently came out that has such a cute like cartoony romance cover um you know I just want to know what you guys like I'm just anything romance I'm always interested so please let me know and as always if you would like more of moi you can find me on Instagram at the Chamber of Secret Books or on TikTok at Chamber of Secret Books. My debut novel is coming out on August 1st and I have some exciting news about, you know, if anyone lives in the US and wanted to pre-order, hint, hint, something's coming soon. But, you know, that's an Italian, obviously romance, very spicy. Not as spicy as Tessa's, but I'll get there eventually. Um, If anybody wants to practice with a girl oh my god Cameron disgusting on the podcast so perverse as usual I'm so sorry um but that's coming out August 1st and it's an Italian angsty just dripping with tension romance set in the Italian hills of Kivasso a small sleepy village in northern Italy and that's me. That's me in a nutshell. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. I hope you're with your loved ones, your family, your chosen family. I hope you are eating good food and watching good movies, reading good books. And I hope you have a really great New Year's if I don't see you, hear you, talk to you again. Love you all. Keep reading. Have fun. Stay safe. Mwah, 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 mwah.